We are recording live on the podcast. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to this episode of Banged Up with Bruce Oldham. I am calling into our co-host, Big Patty Daddy, Podcast Pat. There he is. Look at him. Look at himself. Wow, you just got a shower too, man. Nice. Me as well. My phone's not. It's got like 20 juices left. 20 juices on the cellular device for the day. I like it. That's why I asked you if it was phone or FaceTime. Well, it's it's a FaceTime and phone. You got time to do both, champ. I can FaceTime you back on my computer. That doesn't matter. This is fine. Do you want to kick off the podcast right now, or do you want to give a little intro and get into it? I don't know what we're talking about. You look beautiful today, by the way. I, you guys can't, the, the podcast listeners can't actually see this, but Big Patty Daddy has been sporting a very nice handlebar stash lately. I uh, don't think his girlfriend approves of it, but it does look very good. She likes it. She likes it's it. Not. <laughs> yeah, we'll see how the audio on the FaceTime works, but I think it should work just fine. Um, but yeah, dude, welcome to the podcast. Welcome back. It's good to have a co-host again because yeah. before it was just me and now it's me and you and that's always better. Of course, more the better, right? That's always how it works. I think that's what they say in adult films, right? More the merrier. Yeah. Oh, since you've been on the podcast lately, uh, pretty much everything is a go. We'll, we'll keep it PG-18-ish, but uh, yeah, man, t- we'll, we'll, we get to cover all the topics we want to because this is our podcast and we get to do it. The way we feel like it. Um, big news for the for the week. I posted on Instagram today. I got the shirt on right here. It says line line skis. Your boy is on line skis. We you moved from the K two shirt on. Yeah. So in my recent Instagram post about joining line skis, Patty Patty saw it. Cody called me out on it. And uh, moral of the story is I'm wearing a K two shirt in my post about joining line skis. Not not the smartest play I've ever made, <laughs> but no, that was a little of an oopsie right there. Yeah, that one wasn't uh, that one wasn't my brightest moment for sure, but it was good, <laughs> dude. Yeah, this is nice. I can see your face and we can talk in the pod. It's perfect. Um, recent news: Big Patty Daddy has been uh, severely influenced by the price of gas in BC. <laughs> I'm moving inside. Someone's dog. Anyways, the price of gas in BC is now like $2.40 per liter, which is absolutely absurd. Um, I don't know. Like, I don't understand it. Like, it's it's $1.38 in Ontario. There's not like you have a gas line or like a pipeline going. Like, there's a pipeline that goes to Burnaby and they make gas in Burnaby. There's no reason why it should be $2.40 a liter. <laughs> However, it is. It is significantly more, so... Pat is, uh, it could be something to do with the indigenous blockade on the pipeline, apparently, I've just heard. That could also be it as well. You gotta get yourself a nice ring light like I have in my room so I can see your, your face. Well, is this being streamed or am I just hanging No, around? it's not being crack streamed, but, you know, this is for my personal viewing experience. Um, oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, there you go. We're, we're, we're doing podcasts every, every Monday. Patty's gonna hop on as many as he can. If not, it's gonna be solo episodes for me. Uh, recently in skiing news, uh, outside of your boy joining line, hopefully getting to do some traveling circus episodes this year, which would be sick. Uh, where you join traveling circus, I want to see you backflip into a tree, like land backflip, on a backflip into a tree, up onto a branch, and then maybe front flip back in off the branch. Backflip into a branch and front flip out of a branch. That would you be know, something. You remember when LJ backflipped up onto that concrete pillar in Super Unknown like five years ago? Dude, that was one of the most insane Super Unknown parts. I think that was LJ's Super Unknown part that year was the most insane Super Unknown part that's ever been done. He put in a lot of work. That was wild. Yeah, it was 
it was crazy. The back foot under the pillar was the gnarliest thing. The back three swap uh, on that flat rail and that one back, like that one crazy like challenge rail that had a bunch of zigzags that he did. Yeah, he always found the hardest rails. <laughs> he always found the hardest rails and picked the hardest tricks on them. Yeah. And the underflip over the battleship, like, wooden rail feature. That was gnarly, too. That's true. That was, yeah. There was a lot of stuff. Anyway, besides the point, I want to see some wicked stuff online traveling circus. Yeah, dude. I'm going to eat socks out of Andy Perry uh, pizza with Andy Perry socks on it. It's going to be cool. That doesn't sound good. <laughs> I'm not trying to be sanitary this season. This season, me and Rob... Well, Rob, if you guys don't know, I have a full-time filmer now. Shout out to Slope Academy for sponsoring this podcast and being the host for the season. Because uh, it's... You know, coaching you guys online has helped me bring on a full-time editor and videographer. And me and Robbie are going to get after it. We have no plans of doing anything sanitary this year. We're going to grow the YouTube channel as much as possible. Create as much dope content for you guys. Hang out with Big Patty Daddy, ski all around North America, do some contests, and um, yeah, we're gonna be we're gonna be unhealthy kids for winter season. I bet. I don't think it's gonna be anything anything. Uh, uh, I guess sanitary is the word we were using earlier, but I don't think it's gonna be very clean. That's for sure. Clean and sanitary. Clean. It's similar. <laughs> yeah, it's similar words. Just synonyms, or is that anonyms? I don't know. That's the same thing. Um, yeah, anyways, in skiing news, there was a quad done on skis. Another quad cork, a Ford quad corcus. Was that the first forward? Nope. Uh, Andre Spigutli did the first uh, forward yeah. quad corcus. Yeah, I forgot about that, dude. Yep. The Spigutter did it like three years ago. Was it? Yeah, it was a minute, I guess. Yeah, it was a minute ago. And his, I think the way Spigutter did it was more textbook in terms of like legit triple cork to underflip. This one was yeah. more like uh, cork seven to like trip ten, so it's just like on that co- wide cork three axis, kind of like how Matej does his switch triples, and it was going around like that, which was kind of disappointing. Oh my goodness, we have uh, the Discord bot going off. Let me see if I quit it. It fixes it. Nope. All right, I fixed it. I've turned the volume all the way down. I don't know why, dude, but. Whenever I'm recording the voice audio for the podcast and uh, I get a Discord message, it just glitches my computer out and uh, ruins everything for the podcast. So sorry for all the people listening. Oh, there you go. And that Slope Academy member is not getting his question answered now because he has ruined my podcast. <laughs> I'm, I'm totally kidding. Buddy, you kid yourself. Yeah, you interrupted the pod. That's my fault for not having the notifications off. Won't happen yeah, again. I, I liked. Uh... I don't know. I guess it's like technically harder to do it this Pagoda way, but it looks better this way. Everything seems to be going this way now. The wide core three axis way? Yeah, that's the the way that, I mean, like the switch quad. The switch quad that uh, Matthias Unicorn did, that was a little bit more questionable of its quality of actual being a quad. Some of them, some of them were definitely quads. Some of them were kind of riding the line. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, like that one was definitely like straight up a hundred percent. Yeah, like the one Andre did was straight up hundred percent a quad. Um, the, yeah. Some of the the ones Matej did at X Games last year were, were very questionable. I think when I watched it yeah. back, yeah, it was like no. Um, but his first one he did was definitely a quad. This one that this kid did, this one that this kid did was a quad as well. James Kanzler. Yeah. Yeah, and did you see there was a quad backflip done like the day before on the same jump? I did not see that. I saw the 13-year-old kid slaying it, but that's it. You did not see the quad backflip. 
Yeah. So some some loose dude from NZ that doesn't really do like maybe can do a double cork ten. I get like come at me if I'm wrong, but I don't think he does a whole lot of park. I think he just like was kind of good at aerials and really wanted to rip a quad backflip, and he did a quad backflip, which is. Where can I see this? I'll send it to you an Instagram right afterwards, or you can search. Oh, I don't know what it's called actually. I don't know what his username is. I'll send it to you on Instagram afterwards. We should have this show notes prepared beforehand, so you should see this. I forgot about that to be honest. Yeah, I didn't even know that was a thing. Dude, I, is that the first quad backflip we've seen on skis? Like, have we seen a quad backflip before? We watched what's his name do one. Who's that? Oh my god! Yeah, we watched my friend Dylan Deschamps do a quad backflip in person. <laughs> Yeah, you have it in your camera roll, dude. Me too. Yeah, I'll even watch it right now. I'm going to watch it right now. I'm not about it. <laughs> Turn your... When, speak a little louder because I don't have the volume on the on your phone quite okay. cranked. But you're yeah, per, you're pretty good. Right now. I, I decided to go back and watch the, the original clip. Yeah, so for, for context, my friend Dylan, he's been saying he's going to do a quad on Whistler Black Line for a couple days. And he finally nodded up and did a quad backflip. And me and Pat were watching it for a person. I've never been more scared to watch anything in my life. Short story, he did not stomp it. He did get absolutely tomahawked. Way closer than he should have, though. Like, he got his feet down, but was way too chest heavy. And he went to, like, the tranny of hut. Oh, dude. <laughs> the jump was not big enough for it. <laughs> no, it was not. No. But he, he let her buck anyways. And he did, he came damn close, but he exploded when he hit the ground. So Yeah. He did land feet first. Because Kai also tripled that day and took a, a heavy L. <laughs> that was a really wild day. That was Pat's first time doing doubles uh, in a while. Like second time skiing park that year, really. And just yeah, comes in. Like second day and the first day was with you. I went out and we skied two days in a row. That was it. Yeah, Pat, <laughs> Patty still got it. Patty still got the doubles in the bag. And then all the boys were sending on hut. Uh, and it was a pretty crazy day. I think it had uh, tripled that morning and got absolutely tossed twice and then stopped. <laughs> we watched the boys hug. Yeah, you took some switch triples a little large and couldn't hold her to the to the straight yeah. and narrow. <laughs> Just got absolutely roasted. Uh, and then, yeah, our friend Gigi, a young 13-year-old kid, did his first triple on his birthday, triple cork 14, which was super dope. Did you watch the video? Yes, I was on Megan's story. I actually saw that one. It's pretty, uh, pretty legit, eh? It was actually like pretty well landed. I was surprised. They, they're getting younger and younger. It's wild. Yeah. No. Congrats to Gigi. I've been seeing him working on that uh, in the past and on the bag. And it's a crazy trick, man. Perfect jump for it. Uh, perfect access, Gigi. Stomped it. So congrats think, to you, man. I think NZ is probably one of the best training facilities mm-hmm. as far as like terrain goes, like the amount of parks and jumps. <laughs> and, like, so Megan just got back from NZ, and she said it was. Yeah. The biggest jump she's hit, and one of the better, most best built ones. And I don't yeah. think it was even that big compared to normal Jossie Wallace years, in my I, opinion. I've hit, I hit it. I've hit what I don't know if you want to call it that jump, but they always have the Cadrona Big Air set up every year to ride as right of the pipe, and it's always been there for for a while. But I don't know if they've changed that from when for Jossie's event. No, it was it was there, same place, and you you hit it, eh? Yeah, I've hit it. It is when I hit it, it was like two thousand and. 15 i think jesus christ and it was it was not poppy and the, it was like you'd hit it and it was like the longest jump or like the longest transition is just like ejected you up there and then the landing was super short and you had like 20 feet to make a 90 degree left hand turn before you sent it onto the bunny hill. 
over a bunch of stuff. So it was like, if you like landed, went a little deep and back slapped, I think by the time you stood up, you would have been like onto the bunny hill. You just like, got off, smoked. Like, yeah, you would have just got bugged. Because was that the year that Jossie, uh, sorry, Jossie, um, it was uh, Bo James Wells that did the quad, the first quad? It could have been, yeah. It could have been that year or it was the year after. That was the year of the New Zealand Winter Games and we ended up doing like a train for like the closing ceremonies and we hadn't really trained on the jump all day and we got like one warm-up run before we had to go and somebody went too fast and caused the entire train to go too fast and like it was like 15 of us that just died and then we had to go up again and do it all over again <laughs> but like you know like it was like a warm-up so we were doing like cork threes and then we had to go do actual tricks for like the closing ceremonies and then one person goes too fast and everybody goes to flat yeah people got wrecked that was like ontario team bc team i don't know if there's any alberta guys but yeah that was a long time ago that was funny that's hilarious yeah did you there was also um that sam baum gardner guy i know you know who he is and remember yes. how he, last year he did the carving triple cork from jump to jump in Dubai? yes both ways i think he did it um yeah, which was insane. This year he did want to draw at uh, in NZ. I don't know if you saw it, but the airbag jump is right beside the big air jump. He hit the airbag takeoff and did a carving triple cork to the big air landing, and it was way bigger than the other ones in Dubai. And it was I like it. It was the biggest triple cork I've seen in a long time. And he did a carving from airbag landing or airbag takeoff to jump landing, which was insane. Yeah, I think I did see that. I'm I'm gonna double check, but I'm I'm watching it right now actually. Yeah. Give us some lifetime feedback because he floated it out. He could have quad at that. Dude, really? That's what I was thinking. I watched it like, holy shit, you could have done a quad. It went pretty deep, but yeah, he could have quad at that. But it was textbook. It was perfect. Oh, yeah, see, that jump's not in the same spot. So the old jump used to be like, kind of like where, like, I think it was down, like, almost between the two of them. Like, the, the new one, the one that this year's pointed more to the left than the old one. Yeah, true. True, true, true. Well, that's crazy. Um, other news for uh, outside of NZ. First pair of free skis we gave away in Soap Academy. Uh, the winner gave them to the winner today. I was sitting in the coffee shop with Megan. And I'm like, yep. Megan, you got to pick a random generator with all the names in it. And like whoever you pick, like whoever the generator picks uh, gets a pair of skis. So Megan hits it. Random name comes up. Its name is Kenny Dutton. Congrats, Kenny Dutton. I've already talked to you on IG and in the Discord and Soap Academy. Um, you know you've won your free pair of skis from Soap Academy. But... Funny thing is, this homie, he messaged me, like, earlier that morning. He goes, hey, when are we announcing, like, the winner of the free of the skis? Like, I'm really excited. It'll be, be awesome to win it. And I, like, read the message and, like, didn't have time to respond. And, and it went on with my day. And Megan literally hit the random generator. And the first name that came up was his. And I was like, dude, no way. Like, it was so, like, universal, like, coming together for him to win the skis. Yeah, because there's, like, what, 64 people in Slope Academy right now. And, like, he randomly messaged me. And he's like, yeah, I'm really excited about the giveaway. Like, um, why are you guys doing the, the, like, random pick? And, like, ended up being him, which was – I was, like, so surprised. Me and Megan were just laughing about it in the cafe. It was dope. But, yeah, I'm going to ship his skis out soon. And we're going to try to have a free pair of skis for Slope Academy members every uh, every month. One person's going to wear a free pair of skis. That's our way of saying thank you because – a, in Slope Academy, you guys are supporting what we're doing throughout the season. You're helping me bring on a full-time filmer uh, to create content for you guys, make the coaching program better, and uh, you're help, you know, helping pa- podcast Pat out because he uh, he's an employee of Slope Academy coaching program. He, if you guys want the best coach in the game after me because, you know, I'm the guy, 
But yeah, we, but who coaches you? <laughs> podcast, podcast Pat coached me. So Pat is also coaching in the Discord, and uh, he, he's got you guys covered, man. He, he's been coaching me for a long time, tramp and on tramp, and he's been park skiing for longer than I have. And, you know, he's a man on a mission. When he's not in his excavator digging holes, he is fixing corks. So <laughs> one day at a time, eh, Pat? I'm going to manage everything, you know. I like to, I like to stay involved. I yeah. put my time. I like to stay involved. It is pretty fun. Like, even for me, like, um, I'm not focusing 100% on coaching yet because, like, A, I love coaching you guys and helping out as much as I can. But for me, I still want to compete and do that kind of stuff. So I'm, like, helping out with it as much as I can. Um, but for me, coaching, it's great because I get to, like, you know, give a little bit of feedback here and there. It keeps me, like, uh, more aware of how to fix my own tricks and stuff like that. Um, and it, like, allows me to be really uh, close to you guys and make connections with all the athletes. But for Pat, too, it's a great way for him to stay, like, uh, inside the sport and stuff like that as well, which is awesome. And we got a bunch of other coaches in Slope Academy, which is dope as well. Um, what else was I going to say about the podcast? What have you, what do you have to add to the podcast other than being back on the pod? Uh, it's been a while. I've been, uh, you know, I've been busy, so I've been paying attention. I caught up on some NZ stuff because obviously, like NZ, what goes down in the in the summer there is usually pretty crazy. And having been there, it's always like a it usually produces super creative skiing content, so it's always nice to see what's coming out of there. But other than that, I haven't really been paying too much attention. I don't think we, I don't think we announced this yet. Podcast Pat is now married. He has gotten married to a beautiful girl who is the female version of him, which is absolutely terrifying because there's two Patricks. Um, and it, yeah, when you're hanging out with both of them, it's a lot. We won't get into stories in the podcast because you know it's not appropriate, but. It is very fun, and congratulations to Pat. If you guys uh, want to leave him a message, I'm sure you would appreciate it. I went to his wedding; it was a lot of fun. We did wedding things, and uh, yeah, congrats. That's new news. They don't—they haven't heard about this yet, even though it was a couple I months guess, ago. Yeah, it has been a while. Yeah, we did wedding things with your whole family came. <laughs> yeah, my whole family came. My little brother was tormenting Pat's dog, yeah. which Pat hasn't. Pat has a dog too. I don't know if we've even updated this on the podcast yet. I think the last time we did a podcast was in Banff, like a year ago. Phil is a year old now. Yeah, I think well, it was. Like, up weeks he'll be a year old. So Pat has a dog named Phil. He is also another version of Pat in uh, animal form. He humps everything. Like, he's, from... he's getting his balls removed in like a week or two, so that'll stop. <laughs> yeah, he's getting his balls removed in a week or Finally. two. But he does hump everything, and uh, he's a very, very smart dog, very energetic dog. He's a lot of fun to hang out with. Um, yeah, man. Yeah. And life's just been cruising. You were at Bike Park in Whistler the other weekend? I went biking on Saturday. It was, you know, got to get in before it closes. It's pretty nice to ride A-Line and Dirt Merchant, but uh, it's with on a weekend. The line's brutal. So we tried to ride like, Garbo a little bit, but it's pretty blown out. <laughs> yeah. How long were the yeah. lines? I think 30 minutes to an hour to get on the lift. That's pretty aggressive. I mean, I rode like 10 to 4, and I think I did 6 laps. Yeah, that's not bad. It, it, it's not the same as skiing, though. Like you, it takes longer to get down if you feel it. Yeah, you yeah. Know, like, you're not. You don't need to do a lap every ten minutes. No, like it, ideally, you'd only have to wait like ten minutes, twenty minutes in the lift line, and that'd be good. But you'd still like crank out a lot of laps. So. Yeah, yeah, that'd be awesome. I gotta get out. I gotta get on the bike and come out with you next year, man. I think that'll be. Yeah, I went with Christian last winter or summer, and he was on one. <laughs> yep. Uh, other news, I got my skis, my line skis. We talked about this. I got a pair of uh, park skis and a pair of powder skis, as Pat would call them. It's a pair of powder skis. You got a pair of 
<laughs> Pat was so disappointed with me because the line has this new ski called the Blade Optic and they're super sick and they're like all mountain pass ski shredder and uh, they really wanted me to ride them this year and I really wanted to ride them this year so I got a pair. They come in 96s, I think 103s, 98s and like I think they come in maybe like close to a 110. I'd have to check the sizes. They usually go up in like like Armada goes like 86, 96, 106, 116. So they usually jump up in intervals. Yeah. A- anyways, um, I decided to go with 96s underfoot, and Pat was very disappointed in my decision. He's not happy he, that I didn't they're get. Not, they're not Pau's keys. They're like all Matt's <laughs> keys. Well, my my thinking behind getting ninety seven or ninety sixes is that they're like good enough where I can shred all mountain wide enough, and I can also maybe just boost in the park and stuff like that. And Pat is now pissed off because if we go build a backcountry jump into powder, he says I'm just gonna tomahawk the whole time. You're just gonna tomahawk. (laughs) I think I'll be fine. I don't think I'll be a tomahawk as much as you think. I'll be sure to video your first hit. I'll let you hit it first so you get fresh tracks. (laughs) <laughs> and I'm gonna land and just go over my head the whole way and you'll be sitting there laughing uh, yeah it'll be good yeah we're gonna get uh, Pat into some some skiing videos this year on the channel YouTube channel as well get Robbie to film some stuff with him which would be super sick me and Pat I've recently bought an Xbox in uh, celebration of Patrick's wedding instead of getting a, a wedding gift I bought myself an Xbox um, very generous <laughs> yeah very generous of me and the whole reasoning behind it is so that me and Pat can can you know usually we just talk on the phone but this way we can play video games and talk on the phone and go over everything as well supreme podcasting yeah supreme we usually just do like solo supreme podcasts uh together but now we're doing them playing fortnite without a recording so pat has suggested we do them while playing fortnite i think that would we probably get banned from most platforms um for cursing at younger teens for killing us very quickly in the game or building mansions on top of our heads when we're about to take a w um Stand there and fight like a man. Stand there and fight like a man, yeah, 100%. Um, but yeah, other than that, we've been playing Fortnite a bit. i got to drive back to Quebec so I can play Fortnite with Patrick tomorrow, otherwise he's going to get upset with me. Um, but yeah, it's good to have you back on the podcast, Pat. Uh, I think we'll probably wrap up this episode soon because you got to take Phil out to the park to hump other dogs and uh, run around and do all that good stuff. But uh, yeah, yeah. anything you want to say to the guests before we leave? I don't know. Get ready for the ski season. It's coming. It's coming. It's going to be a wet and wild one. It's coming. Uh, welcome to back to the podcast, guys. If you enjoyed it, give it five stars on whatever platform you're listening to. Um, leave us a comment or message me on IG saying how much you enjoyed it. Give us topics for the next podcast, and we will see you on the next one. We're out. Deuces.